Hello, New Braunfels, and welcome to the Best to Worst podcast, where we look at the best of New Braunfels and the worst. My name is Ryan, and I am here with my co-host, Nicole, and this is episode six of the Best to Worst podcast. Hey, everybody. So on this episode, we have we have some fun things looking at and some very informative things. We're going to take a look at Prop B on this upcoming bond election for New Braunfels, which is the main election is on, correct me if I'm wrong, called May 6th. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. May 6th. And then uh, Nicole's going to share some information with us about what we don't want to hear, MBU rate hikes. Did I say the bad word? Did I say mm. a bad word? Bom, I, think, bom, bom. Yep. I think I did say a yes. bad word. Um, and finally, we'll have something fun going on. We're not going to talk about political races, but we have another kind of race we'll be talking about. So we'll be kind of diving into that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So we have covered in the past, we had kind of our, I guess you could say it was like a series of uh, propositions we've been going through. So we covered Prop C. And then last uh, episode, we covered Prop A, which is about transportation. Prop C was about the library. Both, remind you, got the worst of New Braunfels Award. So we'll see what Prop B brings for us today. So Prop B is all about parks. Well, I shouldn't say all about parks because it's really literally about one park in particular. And it is phase two of Mission Hills Park. Many people don't realize that we have somewhat of a newer park called Mission Hills Park. It is located, I like to call it right behind the uh, the UGB, which is the one out there on 46. <laughs> um, and it's literally on Independence Drive. If you drive pretty much right behind the HEB, it's going to be on your right-hand side facing uh, west. And... You can miss this. You can miss yeah. this little parking lot. If you drive, if you're even going a, a, a bit over the speed limit, you will miss this parking lot. I I have yet to actually see it. I've, I've honestly have been by there. I think I have totally missed it several times. So I'm like, wow, there's actually a parking lot there. But yes, there's a parking lot there right now. I believe they have a total of 11 spots there. And then they have a small trail. I think it's about I think 800 feet or something of trails of paved trails that kind of lets you see that area so what the they want been there forever yeah yeah it's been there forever it's actually a beautiful huh. little park that you can see for miles and miles and miles it probably has the best view of any park we have in town it's a hidden gem hmm. i am gonna have to get over there and check it out because i have not checked out that park but it's on my list now Nonetheless, what they want to do is move this park into what they love to call different phases, and this would be phase two. Uh, phase two project is at the cost of $12.1 million, and it would basically add a park, additional parking, restrooms, event space, and it also adds this, this ginormous tower that's, I don't even know how to explain this or why this is even needed, quite honestly. It's like a three-story tower, has an observation deck, and I guess you'll be able to look out, as you were saying, Nicole, it's kind of a nice view of the area there, which I understand, but um, I don't know. This thing is, it's huge, and they yeah. have this huge walking boardwalk goes around the top of the tower. Um, I'm looking at the renderings here, and it's just, it's all over the place. Yeah, 
when you go there and you see this, that to me, that just, it seems dangerous. I'm sorry. Um, when you look at that catwalk and you see how private this park is, I just see a lot of trouble with that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It just seems unnecessary. And I'm not trying to be cynical or anything like that, but why does a park need an event space? I completely agree. I don't think it does need an event space. And I know that's kind of a cool thing to do in certain cities these days, but I mean, quite honestly, it it's a park. It's a I wanna, yeah, I want to enjoy the natural area. I want I want some good trails. I want some yeah. uh, I want some parking spots. I want a restroom there for my kids to use if they need it. You know, I don't want an event center. Where I want I can... nature. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. So they're looking to spend twelve point one million on this park, and that's what I told you just now is kind of what you get for this park, and you get some additional trails and so forth, but it's nothing crazy drastic, and it's. I, in my opinion, it's a it's a big price tag for this amount of what they want to do to this thing. And I think majority of that price mm-hmm. is in that giant tower, which is, in my opinion, it's just unnecessary. They it's concrete. Yeah, it's a huge concrete, kind of almost like an eyesore. It's just like, yeah, it's gonna be great to get up there and you can see the view, but I want to enjoy nature. I don't want this concrete structure. They also uh they right. passed up quite a few projects that I think would have been a lot more cost effective. Uh on this one so every every time they do a bond they have a the staff compiles a list of priorities for projects they say okay we want this project to be included for parks and then eventually it'll go to a uh, bond advisory committee where they kind of make their presentation to city council on what they think should be included on this bond this was the only project that was included on the bond by city council however there were several projects that were actually recommended by the bond committee that were not included. Uh, a few of those projects include the Alligator Creek, which had only, would had only cost said about 3.5 million, which is a fraction of this cost. Um, they were looking to do, they also recommended uh, some improvements at Landa Park to their drive, as well as some other areas in that, around there in the spring, I think as well. Um, yeah, there's quite a few projects that I'm just like, okay, this would have been a lot more cost effective I mean, they could have done a couple of those projects and literally cut the price of this particular bond and this proposition in half and funded multiple projects. So yeah, this just doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense. I don't I don't like it. The park is already there. There is a huge lag mm-hmm. of parks towards the northern side of town. There's actually I live towards the northern side of town and I promise I'm not biased, but there is no parks. The closest park that we have to us is going to be Tory Park, which is pretty much just a little loop and kind of more of a neighborhood park. There's no major parks for all these new uh, apartments and homes and everything that are up in this northern part of town. And I think it would have been great to kind of have Alligator Creek spearhead that, but um, yeah. the city council and bond, they they thought otherwise. So, so, yeah. so we'll be voting on this. Um, me personally, I am giving this particular uh, proposition a worst of New Braunfels. And I live over here mm-hmm. and I have been to this park and I agree. I think it's the worst of New Braunfels. And that's not sour grapes. I think the money could be better spent. Even yeah. if it had to be in the form of a bond, I think we could have used it better on something else. I agree. I think, yeah, like I said, I think we could have done more for less, especially since there is already a project. Even if we did just some improvements to Mission Hills Park on a smaller scale, just improving the trails, add some parking spots, 
but I don't think they need all this uh, this huge shebang over there. Right. I think they're just trying to put it there to for something for Bear Mindy or something. I don't know. Yeah, more than likely. So, so that is Proposition B. So you guys have that information and get out there and vote on May the sixth. And now Nicole's going to talk to us about MBU. MBU. So on Monday, this last past Monday, um, City Hall had a four-hour workshop with NBU about electric weight rates, water rates, and wastewater rates uh, for years 2024 and 2025. And they were... um, agenda items 23417, 23418, and 23416. And they will be on Monday night, this coming Monday night at City Council again. So I am begging everyone to please come out and speak your mind on this because if you don't, they're just going to pass it. It passed on Monday night, but we have one more chance for them to um, not pass it. But there were three of us there that got to speak. So you always get to talk about it. So what happened was um, a bunch of NBU executives um, had a very slick presentation for four hours. And there were slides and statistics and accolades from the who's who of the energy world about how great NBU is. And what it all came down to was NBU needs more money to operate. Uh, I don't have enough money to keep going. Um, They need to hire almost 100 employees to get up to par um, with um, how behind they are on their level of employees. They have to update their aging and outdated infrastructure uh, due to their poor planning and overgrowth. And uh, NBU is out of compliance with the TCEQ right now with their wastewater. Um, So they need to make sure that they can uh, fix all of that. So um, they have got this rate advisory board of our peers. You don't want to get me started on that because not one of them is really one of our peers. Um, this group of people went around town and knocked on doors and talked to small businesses and had several meetings. And they came to the conclusion that uh, NBU needs to raise the rates. And so they've decided for the last decade, they knew this was coming down the pike and they've been raising the rates. And now we're in a, a drought and we had Snowmageddon and I think NBU decided that they were tired of taking the, the fall for raising the rates. So they put it all on this rate advisory board. So they blamed it on them, but uh, that's okay. So that's what they did. They blamed it on them and they passed the buck and the rate advisory board was the one who said, yeah, we agree with you. We need to raise the rates and it's all about conservation now. So they hit us hard with conservation and we're going to always be in stage three watering, possibly in stage four watering. And um, they just said that um, they took off the off peak. If you ever looked at your bill, there was an off peak water and an on peak water. Now it will always be off peak water. I mean, um, on peak water. We will always be billed for on peak water because that is just what it is. They said it was not effective to have it say one way or the other. So Um, So our rates will go into effect. If it passes, our rates will go into effect August 1st of this year, even though they were talking about 24 and 25 years, the 2024 and 2025, it will go into effect in August 1st. So for our water, our rate will go up 9.1% 
and and the next year it will go up 13.4%. For sewer, it will go up 7.3% and 7.3% for the two years. And electricity will go up 6.3% and 6.5%. So if you combine all that together, our utilities are going to go up 25%. Your bill will go up 25% across the board if you have NBU for all of your utilities. Wow. That's a, that's a huge, yeah. huge increase. And especially after our bills have already gone up. I know some people well over 50% over this last year since Snowmageddon. It's just, it's not sustainable yep. for so many families, especially those who are living paycheck to paycheck and unable to afford it. I don't know what those right. families are truly going to do. Now, they did say in in that same vein, they did say that they were going to raise the amount of money that they were going to have in a fund for people who um, did get help um, with their utility bills. So instead of keeping it the same amount across the board, which they had done over the years, they'd only have the same amount, you know, they were going to make that amount grow bigger for people who needed help. But they didn't say that the people who needed help or would be able to get help their that amount would change. Like if in you previously were at a poverty level, they didn't say that poverty level would be raised. They just said the amount in the fund would be more. So okay. um I don't know how that's gonna work, but we'll see what happens. Um yeah, I want people to be able to afford to live here. I mean, and not have to rely on those funds. I want them to be able to, if you're going to be living in this city and be able to afford your rent, you should be able to afford your utilities as well. It shouldn't, you shouldn't have to rely on a fund that's put up by the utility company in order to just live here. Correct. And they are pricing people out of New Braunfels. Um, that was one of the things that, you know, was brought up to them and and they, you know, that doesn't seem to matter. They just want to talk about, you know, their infrastructure, building their new headquarters, hiring, you know, more employees. And, you know, they just kept hammering home conservation, conservation, conservation. And they seem to seem, they seem to blame a lot on single family residences. That was their most egregious um, violator of the people that use the most water, not not the multifamily residences, you know, not the multifamily housing, not the dense housing, wow. not, even though it was brought up that they use three point three point three and a half million gallons of water. Those apartment complexes use three and a half million gallons of water a month. But still, it's the single family residences that they can't recoup the money on the most statistically. And so they said that, you know, they have to charge it percentage wise, you know, when a group of people do a weight loss contest and they just do a percentage so that it's equal across the board, right? Because not right. everybody's going to lose the same amount of weight. So they don't recoup the the money from the single family residences when they make up the rates. So we are the ones who get charged more, but the landowners, like the, the people who own the apartment buildings, they pass that rate hike on to their people that live there, right? And the big businesses pass that rate hike onto their consumer. So really the single family residences get screwed twice because wow. we get, we pay it on the consumer when they pass it on, you know, when they pass it on to the consumer, we pay it. And then we pay it at our house too. So it's, it's really just not right, but that's what it is. What yeah, it is. Kind of so. a lose, lose for sure. So um, yeah. I think, you know, what I'm going to ask you next. I think I know the answer to it, but are you rating this a best of new Braunfels or a worst of new Braunfels? Uh, I don't ever put MBU and best in the same sentence. 
So, but you know, it is what it is. No, it's not a best. I feel for young people. I don't see how they can, you know, when you have to decide whether you want electricity and water or you want milk for your kids and eggs, you know, I, I don't know how they do it today. I feel for them. I go to city council meetings and I argue for them. I can pay my bills. It's yeah. the young people that I worry about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but definitely a definitely a worst of me wrongfuls. Nothing nothing we need to be we don't need to be celebrating this if this does pass on Monday. So so nope. Okay, well before nope. we dive into races, I well, I want to talk about two races actually. We we have our mayoral race coming up, and that's gonna be also on the May sixth um election date. So on the week of April 25th, I believe it is, April 24th, I apologize, we have uh, three of the four mayoral candidates that will be interviewing here. So you guys will definitely have to come back to check us out. I'm not going to tell you who the three of the four are, because maybe by then we'll have four or four. We shall see. Um, so yeah, I hope that's, we do. I hope I, we have all of them. I hope we do as well. That'd be a, be a fun thing to do. And I, it's going to be a great information just for our residents here to make an informed decision on who they want to support. So again, that's going to be the episode uh, releasing on April 24th. Um, and then without further ado, talk to us about the races you want to talk about, Nicole. More races and more races, right? Yes. So on Sunday, April 16th, um, at Krause's, the beer garden on Castell, they have armadillo races. Now, I know they do this all over Texas, but if you've never done this, it's really fun. And they have professional handlers. So I don't want any PETA people coming for me. I just, you know, just go out and have fun with your kids, okay? And just go to Krause's and you have to get tickets. It's $5. And they do this professionally monitored and you get to go and you can watch. You don't even have to do it if you don't want, but take your kids to see this because They'll enjoy it. They'll have fun. And if you do elect to let your kids do it, you can. they can race against each other. They put gloves on and they select an armadillo and you get to pick which one you want to do. And they get to pick the see if they pick the fastest one or they can just root for one. And all it does cost $5. And then you just get to eat and drink and cheer your armadillo on. But it's fun to do, right? So it's just a fun thing to do. But I also want to talk about the following um, Sunday at, at Krause's. They have the dachshund races and that's a oh, series fun. that they do and they do it six times uh, a year and it they do it in April, I mean, March, April, September, October, November, and then in December they have the finalists. So those proceeds when you enter, it's $5 to enter, but the proceeds from that goes to the Humane Society of New Braunfels, the area. So that's for a good cause. So if you like animals and that's something you want to do, go. you should go watch the dachshunds race. So. And those are fun things to do with your kids. And and that is a good thing to do. Yeah, both of those races are a lot of fun. I personally have done armadillo races in the past. And it is so much fun. It was actually at a ranch out in uh, kind of Bolverde area. It was a lot of fun. You get to pick up the armadillo. It's kind of creepy all at the same time. And but you get to race them and it's a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, very good. And again, what what time is that from, Nicole? Did you say a time? Did I miss the, that? The yeah, armadillo races? No, I did it. They're from 3 to 6. Okay. Okay. Perfect. 3 to 6 p.m. on Krause's on, you say the 16th? Was that right? Yes. Sunday the, six, the 16th. Sunday the 16th. I will be out of town, but 
I know some people who will be there and they'll be having a lot of fun and I won't be. Aww. But but nonetheless, that wraps up this episode six of our podcast. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with us, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are also on. We are also on Google Podcasts. Uh, give us a like on Facebook. And if you don't mind as well when you're on Facebook, Give us a share whenever we post something. We love to kind of get some more exposure and just continue to grow this podcast. Uh, like us on our Facebook page as well. We have good old-fashioned email. If you want to get an email when a new show comes out, click on the uh, link in the show the show notes, and you can kind of put your email address in there, and we'll just send you an email out only when a show comes out, nothing else. So um, that is pretty much all I have, I think. I'm running through all my stuff, and that's kind of our show for Episode 6. Nicole, do you have anything else? Hey, I, I do. I'm sorry. I do have one more thing. You know, we have one more month, guys. Please just start thinking about getting out to vote. Please, please, please. You got to get out and vote for this election. That's it. All right. Everyone take care. Bye.